I am very excited to have a special guest, a guy who I discovered, I don't know, about a year ago, because I'm a YouTube freak, the History Guy. Good morning, Mr. History Guy. Good morning. This is a, a guy who churns out YouTube videos, and we can give you a real name, correct? Absolutely, yes. Lance Geiger. And if you've ever watched any of his videos, essentially what he does is he picks a topic and he does, what, typically 10 to 15 minutes? Yep, 10 to 15 minutes. It's a short story of forgotten history. Now, what I find fascinating about this is that when I first came by his video, you mind if I describe how I was impressed with you the very first time? No, go ahead. Okay, here's most videos. Some guy in his basement with a t-shirt on, right? Here's a guy who's dressed in, like, a sport jacket, blazer. Would that be appropriate to describe it that way? Um, yeah. I mean, I, it's actually a suit jacket, not a blazer, but I, I won't quibble the difference. <laughs> okay. A suit jacket, <laughs> a bow tie, and he's sitting in a room that has all sorts of interesting little pieces of history, would you call it? There's hats, there's all sorts of things, and some of these things were featured in previous History Guy videos, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's my collection. I, I usually just refer to it as junk, uh, as that's the term <laughs> that my wife uses, but uh, yes, it's all sorts of bits of history that I've collected. And for 10 to 15 minutes, he gives you an incredibly in-depth history of whatever he's talking about. And how long have you been doing this now? started in March of uh, 2017. Wow. So it's been uh, it's over three years now. Okay. Now, what I find fascinating about this is, and um, you were a corporate guy. I was, yes. And you got laid off. I did, yes. <laughs> I worked in, in health insurance, and so my division kind of got laid off with the Affordable Care Act. Uh, and so I had to do something else. So all of a sudden, one day, you didn't have a job, and you go home to your wife, and you say, you know what? I think I'm going to make a living doing YouTube videos. Is that sort of how it started? That is, well, I mean, there was a little bit more time in between. I was looking for other jobs, but I, you know, thought about it and didn't really want to work in YouTube. So, yeah, I just told my wife, I think I want to start a YouTube channel. And she said? She said, go ahead. I, I'm the luckiest man on earth. And <laughs> she's very understanding. I think that most wives, especially since, you know, working in the corporate world and, and the income and stuff you can get from the corporate world, uh, a lot of wives would have thought you were crazy. But she said, I, I want to support you. And, and so she did. She, she worked, and, and I worked, and it took a little over a year before it started producing any real revenue. So, and three years later, you have, what, 800,000-plus 800, subscribers? Yeah, we're at uh, 803,000 today. Uh, those are uh, subscribers, and so that's people who subscribe so that every time one of the episodes come out, they know that an episode has come out, yeah. Now, and I've done a little research on you. The videos, typically, it seems like on most of your videos, you're somewhere in the 80,000 to 150,000 range. But I've seen one as high as, what, 700,000? What's the record as far as the number? No, of... I think we've, we've got one that's at about 3 million views. 3 million views? Mm -hmm. Really? About a guy who fell out of an airplane. Re and he survived? And he survived. He fell out of a very fast airplane at a very high altitude, and he survived, yes. Oh, that is that the SR-71? Is that the... That's the SR-71 story, yeah. Our, our other very popular one that's in the millions is, is about a square screwdriver versus a slotted screwdriver. So you, you really don't know which one's moving well. And, now, see, I was going to ask you that because of the fact that I've looked at some of the videos, and some of the videos are like, okay, you've got some that are like... And, and you know what? And I have to say, like, well, there are only 70,000. I mean, most of us would who are on YouTube would die to have a video that had 70,000 views. 
interviews. That's Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. We, it's funny how spoiled we've gotten with time because it builds so slowly. And then once it starts going, it, it you know moves quickly. So we used to, my wife and I used to open a bottle of champagne every time we got another 100 subscribers. Really? <laughs> we did for a year. We did that. And if we did that today, we'd be, we'd be drinking, you know, 10 or 12 bottles of champagne a day. Yeah. Wow. And this is a full-time a gig for you. You're making, you're making a living off of this now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I, yeah, I wouldn't talk numbers, but I would say that we, we we're doing as well as I said, certainly in the corporate world. And I get to, you know, be my own boss and talk about what I want to talk about. So it's, it's a great job. And I don't know that people understand that it really can be a career and earn like any other job. Yes. See, this is what I find fascinating about this is that I have been essentially in business for myself since 1984, and I am a dyed-in-the-wool entrepreneur. And I'm always fascinated with people who are making livings at things like, okay, you're doing what? You know, I mean, you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're doing what and making money at it? And essentially, if you've never seen this before, and you can go on YouTube, and all you have to do is just uh, just uh, type in The History Guy. That's who we're talking to right now, Lance Geiger, mm-hmm. and you will see his videos. And and to the point where you're doing them, and I read, uh, I think it's actually on, um, maybe it's on your webpage, talks about you're doing them, what, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So you're doing three of them a week. Yeah, we put up three a week, yeah. And how how long does it take you to do one? Well, if it takes me more than two days, I'm going to run out of week. So it takes <laughs> us about two days to put together an episode. Now, you research it? It is a breakneck schedule, and I, I would say you have to work hard if you want to succeed. So, I mean, it, it keeps me very busy. Uh, but uh, the you know the more videos you put up, the more people watch them, the more the channel grows, and and that's what it's all about. Now you you when you you are doing the research yourself, or do you have any assistance on this? Well, I do. Uh, in terms of writing the scripts, uh, I, I do many of them myself, but I do have some other people, uh, mostly uh, very close friends or family members, who write scripts for us. Uh, so sometimes someone else is doing the research, and that'll show on the video. You'll be able to see who did the research for that particular video. So about half of them are mine, uh, a little bit more than half on the channel, and the other half were written, some by my wife, who's my business partner, and some by my oldest son, who's also a history fanatic, but also some by a a handful of other people that that uh, we know pretty well who who offered to write scripts for us. Well, and and if and if you've never seen this before, I'll give you the description. It's you in your room that where you shoot these at. Camera is locked down. It's you talking into uh, the camera. Um, you have uh, depending upon what uh, which one you're talking about. You have uh, slides, some of graphics. Where do you get the pictures and things like that? There, we use pictures in the public domain uh, for the most part. There's a few that we've gotten special permission. But for the most part, I just go and search the web and find pictures that are you know, legally don't have copyright, and then we use those for the illustration. And that takes a good deal. Of, that's a good chunk of the research is finding the, the media, uh, sometimes film, sometimes pictures that we can use to illustrate the whole thing. And, and the camera's fixed because I don't have a cameraman. It's just well, when we're filming, that's just me in that room in the basement by myself with my bow tie and, and my camera. <laughs> now, what I find fascinating about this is you've never been like a TV guy or anything like that before. No, no, no I didn't do anything like this before. When, when I started to do it, I, I've always told history stories, and I've always had people saying to me, you know, you should do that for a living. And I always thought, that's ah, a great idea. I have no idea how to do that. So. When I kind of came up with this idea that maybe YouTube was a place to do that, I had no idea how YouTube worked. I didn't have a camera. I didn't have uh, any idea even how to upload a video. I had no experience in, say, linear video editing or anything. I, did, I just figured that all out by myself. But you're pretty damn good on the camera. I mean, you, you have a great presence. You know what I'm saying? 
Well, thank you. Yeah, I've done a lot of things. I mean, I, I used to be a park ranger giving you know speeches to people at Mount Rushmore, and I was a college professor for a long time, and then I was in sales. So I've, I've always been able to talk to people. Uh, and so talking to them on camera isn't all that much different. But uh, one of the things that separates the channels that succeed and those that do not is that some people are clearly better on camera than others. We're talking to Lance Geiger, who is the history guy on YouTube, and uh, I am, am one of the guys who followed him for quite some time. And the interesting part of this is the reason why I finally got in touch with you was all of a sudden one day, and I can't remember which video it was, you talked about you lived in the St. Louis area. And I thought to myself, okay, this is a local guy. And I'm not going to give your exact location, but you're over in the Metro East. You're over in what? Saint yeah, Clair- we're over in, in the Metro East, yeah. St. Clair County. And we've done quite a lot of uh, local history stuff that we can do. It's great when you can visit a museum and, and see the artifacts and talk to people. So we have done quite a lot of local history, but we've also, you know, we, we talk about history of any time period in all over the world. Okay, so here's what I find fascinating about your channel. One day, you'll do a very, very interesting video on something that happened during World War II, or an example like you talked about the SR-71, which uh, the pilot, the, the, the plane essentially came apart, and the pilot survived. And then the next day, you'll do a video on the Chevy Vega. Mm-hmm. Which, And for those of you who don't know about it, I watched that the other night and was fascinated by it because I, I mean, I lived through that car. I was a, I was, gee, I was a young guy when that car came out, and that was like, oh my God, this is going to be the world's best car, and it won all sorts of awards, and it turned out to be one of the worst cars ever made. <laughs> yeah, they were rusting before they even left the lot. Yeah, it's an interesting story, and that's that's. One of the reasons I love history is you can talk about so many different things. So, yeah, one day we'll be, you know, in the middle of the Civil War, and the next day we'll be talking about the history of cats. And, you know, it's fun to be able to do that. And you do it, and I I say so engaging. The one I also watched was, and I knew this story, uh, when the mayor of the city of St. Louis was 1942 when they were killed in the glider. 1943, yeah, the the glider accident. Yeah, it's amazing how many people in St. Louis don't know that story. They were testing a World War II glider that had been built in St. Louis uh, out at Lambert Airport, and uh, the the wing came off. And the the mayor of the city and the head of the Chamber of Commerce and the uh, judge of the circuit court and a a number of important people were in the glider. They all died uh, at at the airport there in Lambert. And so it's it's a compelling story, and it's surprising how few people know it. There's a a little bitty brick in a stairwell in City Hall, and that's the only memorial that I know of to the glider accident. See, after the day, I think that was a couple weeks ago when I watched that, and the day after that, when I came on the air with Shelley, I told her, you know, and she, and I, I think she didn't remember the story either, but, and I said, and he says there's a memorial in one of the stairwells in City Hall, and we're both going like, really? Now, the other thing that came out in that episode, which I, <clears throat> excuse me, which I found was fascinating was that that was the very first, uh, uh, Lambert Field was the very first municipally owned uh, airport in the United States, correct? Mm-hmm. It was, and of course, uh, uh, Charles Lindbergh flew out of there. And there's a lot of interesting uh, history to Lambert Field. That uh, Major Lambert himself was uh, an interesting fellow. And and one of the things that I've always found fascinating is sort of being sort of a, a guy who's grown up in this area is there used to be some municipalities that don't exist anymore because they were taken over by Lambert Field. Which, which I, you know, to me is like, okay, I didn't even know that. Anyway, this is Lance Geiger, the history guy. Um, you do this, so today is Tuesday. What's your schedule today? Are you just essentially doing prep work for your one tomorrow? I am. I, I'm actually doing two things today, but I'm not ready for my video tomorrow, so that'll be up by the end of the day. Uh, and then uh, I have to have some parts of the video for Friday ready today because we have a sponsor on Friday, so they have to be able to approve it. 
So, yeah, I'll be working all day, and it, it could be, depending how things go, I might be up till 2 a.m. Uh, sometimes I get my work done by 5, and sometimes I don't. Now, here's the other thing. You just mentioned it. We're a radio station. We keep this place on the air by selling advertising. I've noticed you've picked up some sponsors, even to the point where you've got a sponsor for your bow tie. Yes, it's the tie bar, and they are great. Uh, but uh, that's a funny story in that we, uh, we also have a page on something called Patreon where people kind of pay to sponsor us. Uh, and for the people that paid us, we had a custom bow tie made for them because, of course, you know, I'm known for the bow ties. Uh, so we went through this company called the Tie Bar to have that made. It's really nice quality. It's you know, uh, totally stitched in. It's not like screened on or anything like that. Uh, and it was in the conversation about having that made that my, my business manager, who's my, also my sister-in-law, uh, talked to them. And we got a deal where they give me free bow ties and then we put into the... Uh, description on the video that this is where I got the bow tie. So now I have a, a bow tie fix, which is which is one of the awesome perks of being a history guy. Well, and, and us in the radio business, um, we have some clients who contact us, but most of the time we are out, you know, beating the streets, making calls, things like that. Is that how you're doing it with sponsorships? Or do you just have people that are just coming to you, hey, I want to sponsor your, your History Guy channel? Well, I mean, there's two ways it works. Most of the money you make on YouTube is actually from Google Ads. So when you go to watch the video and there's some advertisements before, or there might be an advertisement in the middle of the video, that actually is just done through YouTube, through Google, and we get a regular income based on how many of those ads are watched. But we can also sell sponsorship in the video where I personally talk about a product, and that's the sponsorship we have on Friday. We only do that a couple of times a month. Uh, but, yes, they come to us. We've never had to go convince someone that they want to sponsor us. They always come and say, we'd like to sponsor your video. And that's, that's again, a perk. When you get big enough on YouTube, then they start coming to you, and then that uh, really can help to, you know, make up the income. Right, and I know some of the YouTubers I've watched have product placement. Other ones use various tools and things like that that are uh, the, the sponsors, mm-hmm. you know, work deals. When you're, I, I wouldn't say we're quite big enough for that because uh, the tie bar doesn't actually pay me except in, in bow ties. Hey, you're getting bow ties, right? <laughs> what the heck? Lance, I find it fascinating. If you want to check them out, like I said, just go to YouTube, search The History Guy. You've got a website up. Uh, the website uh, is? We do, and it's thehistoryguy.net. And I would imagine you're all on all the social platforms as well, too? I am. I am. Can I, I, I promised I would do this, so I have to say very quickly, happy birthday to my cousin Lori. <laughs> I'm sorry, we can't do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm kidding. <laughs> That's it? That's the only plug you want to give? That's the only plug I want to give. Yeah, we are, the, the channel name is The History Guy. History deserves to be remembered, and you can find us on YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram uh, and on our webpage, thehistoryguy.net. And if you watch on YouTube, do watch through the ads because that's how I get paid. Right, and also subscribe because you want to have uh, those. And subscribe, yeah. The more subscribers, the more people want to come and watch the show. Lance, it's it's been fascinating. I think what you do is amazing. I've been a history buff. My father was a huge history guy. Uh, my father lived World War II, uh, but uh, not only that, uh, he was a, a, an authority on the Civil War, World War One, World War II, and I mean, I learned a tremendous amount from him, and maybe that's how I got this fascination of history, and maybe that's why I'm so fascinated with what you do, and especially since it's all over the board, you know, me being sort of an ADD guy, I like going going from uh, the history of World War II to the history of the Vega. I, I do, too. And I also got my love of history from my father, who, who passed away last fall. But I'm, I'm so grateful to him, because he's kind of what drove this. So it sounds like we are kind of kindred spirits. And yep. I'm glad that you like the show. It does. I love it.